Elementary music teacher friend, you love what you do, but you might feel unappreciated and, in fact, unseen some days. You may even feel like you're on a music teacher island and just want to connect with other music teachers who can relate to both your struggles and wins when it comes to teaching elementary music. I get you and understand completely the feelings you're having. That's why each and every week, the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast will provide you with solo and guest episodes that will help you realize you're not alone in your music teaching journey. Throughout each episode, my goal is for you to be able to walk away with actionable steps and ideas to help you feel like you're ready to take on the new week with whatever challenges may be thrown your way. Hi, I'm your host, Jessica Peresta, and I'm so glad you're here. Whether you're at home, in your car, in the shower, or wherever else you're listening, grab your cup of coffee or whatever other beverage is nearby and listen in to the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast. Hi, I'm Adam Guys. I'm David Lurch. We're hosts of the EdTech Distilled Podcast, which is a part of the Education Podcast Network. Shows on the network are individually owned. Opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be joined by some siblings today. (laughs) I'm going to let them introduce themselves in a minute, but this is one of my um, episodes I've been the most excited about because I've been in the process of helping develop this brand new professional development site that is launching actually at the time of this recording tomorrow. So I'm going to just start off by letting these two amazing humans introduce themselves. And then we're going to get into what we're talking about today. So hi, Sarah and David. Hi. (laughs) So I am Sarah Gulish. I am the co-founder and CEO of F flat books, and I am a music educator of 16 years now and this is my brother david yeah i am dave i'm the other co-founder of f flat books i'm not a music educator of any years so there's that. <laughs> of any years i love how you said that do you feel like though now you sometimes can label yourself as a music teacher because you've been in this world so long you're like i can totally go in and teach now <laughs> i mean the, the the like true answer is yes but then like, <laughs> like really arrogant and i wouldn't want to step on any toes so officially for the podcast no but like <laughs> I've been so in it, like, and then see all the resources. I'm like, oh, I get this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. He's also learned so many things. Like in the beginning of our company, he would say, like, who is Orf? And yeah. what is, you know, what is all this weird stuff? And, um, and, so. and sometimes now I explain it to people, just like in regular conversation, what do you do? Or it'll come up and I'm like, oh, that's this. Or, you know, like different mm-hmm. pedagogy and stuff. I'm like explaining to strangers and you're like, oh, okay, that's. Yeah, they're like, that's great. No, I feel like that, though, the music educator community, half of us are like, what's ORF 2? Like, we don't know. You get, I mean it, like you get one class that covers an entire array of everything you need to know to teach elementary music and you leave there feeling like you just got put in a blender going, what? How am I supposed to curate any of this knowledge and like actually use it? It's insane. The listeners know this. I have served music educators in a variety of capacities, and I had this idea. I can't remember the exact month, but it was a little over a year ago of wanting to support teachers with professional development, but not in the way I've done it with just like one off courses and memberships and things like that, but where a variety of different creators and authors and you know presenters could be in one location and pre- present their ideas. So I 
I asked a friend about it and she mentioned, which is so ironic because I'm like, I don't know why your name was brought into this, but I'm really glad now. But um, she said, well, why don't you talk to Sarah F. Lutt Books about this? And I went, why don't I? Like, we already have a relationship. And so I just emailed you. I'm like, I have this idea. I don't know what to do with it. I don't even know if I should do anything with it. But I think it would be really cool to do with F. Lutt Books because that's where I feel like the right fit would be. And your email back was like, oh, yeah, me and my brother David have been talking about this, too. And I'm like, what? So that's kind of how the ball got rolling. And so um, I just think that's so cool. So on your end, what had you guys been talking about without me knowing uh, about wanting to the same idea of like wanting to serve teachers with professional development? Yeah, I can talk about it from the like kind of music education side and then David can talk about it from what he's noticed as the business standpoint and just kind of having like that bird's eye view. But I think for me, um, it's been really exciting to see how through FLAP Books we've offered something that's unique in the music education world and it's not just been through our books it's really been through these events so we've had some live events we've had some professional development that's been over zoom and we've made incredible connections through that and it's really brought our resources to life and so as we continue moving you know on with this company we made it very clear that we weren't just providing resources we were also providing experiences and support And so um, for me, having a hub for that seemed like a natural extension. And like you said, Jessica, um, we had contracts drawn up for this platform. I'm putting this in air quotes because we didn't know what it was called yet two years ago. Like this is something that was on our heart for a long time, but we we didn't want to rush into it because we knew that there were so many moving parts Mm -hmm. in order to make sure that people were fairly compensated, which is part of our core values. And we'll talk more about that later. But all that to say is we saw how powerful, um, you know, our community professional development sessions were. We saw how we could better support teachers by not just offering these as one-off things, but having a space where they could continue to kind of live on and teachers could access them. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is uh, taking time for the equity, making it equitable. Uh, It's just sort of interesting from like an outsider, you know, seeing this community come together. And I was joking earlier before we started recording about, you know, like becoming like the hair club for men for music education, right? Like I'm not only a user, but I'm the president or whatever. But the nice thing is when you're equitable with your content creators, they're excited and they also purchase our resources, right? So because yeah. they're part of this community and we wanted, and we, we've, we got that with our main site and selling eBooks where it's just, it's great. Like an author publishes a book and all our other authors go and purchase it and support them. And it's just like, everyone's in the sort of, you know, they're, they're, you know, their hair club fermenting it. They're not just, you know, selling their stuff, but they're also consuming it. And I, and I think we wanted also that we wanted to bring the community into professional development. So we're not just like, you know, selling uh, sessions on something like, oh, you can become an expert too, but like, uh, hey, let's all do this together. Mm-hmm. Just how the main site felt. And it was really cool to see that even from an outsider. And so that's like what just Sarah was hitting on that. So we took a lot of time because it's how can we do this? How can we make sure people are fairly paid, but we also make a sustainable business? And so um, we've been talking about it for a while. And then you came to us and we're like, great, because, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we need we need resources. And, and that's how our company has mm-hmm. has thrived 
as far as it has up to this point is that we've had people in our community who are gifted and who have just naturally kind of come and said, I have this idea, can I help with this? Um, and shout out to Patrick, who's another person who's been working on the Learn site. Yeah. He responded to an author email I sent out saying, hey, we're gonna launch this thing. And his response was, do you need help with coding and backend stuff? And we were like, yes, we need coding with backend Please. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but I just wanna highlight that, like you, you coming mm -hmm. and having this passion and this gifting, I think makes it a lot more of, um, kind of a natural um, end product because everyone is kind of equally invested in mm -hmm. you know, the end goal. It's not just a job for us. It's something that we're really passionate about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so funny because this is the first time I realized that you guys had been thinking about it for as long as you had. And so I just think that's really cool that I didn't know that till right now either. So you were talking about doing the live PD in person conferences. And then of course during COVID, everything was Zoom. But there was just so much, which I was so excited to go through those. I know it sounds weird because you're like, who wants to watch 100 billion hours of PD? But I love it. It's so fun to me. But anyways, there's so much, there was so much that had been recorded already mm -hmm. that I know those who didn't get to attend that session or come to a conference are, were like, oh my gosh, that would be a cool session to watch. But then it's over, you know? Yeah. yeah so talk about a few of the different sessions that uh, we're, we're launching with ones that have already been pre-recorded and then we're going to grow this by adding more and more and so what what if someone enrolls what will they see right away yeah well also um just to say that just as jessica was saying she was integral in watching hours and hours and hours of sessions <laughs> of conferences yeah. because it was really important to us that we launched with sessions that were diverse in content yeah, so that yeah. we were able to touch mm -hmm. on types of teaching and learning. Yeah. And then we also wanted to launch with sessions that were kind of backed by popular demand. So we, a lot of us experienced these sessions live. And so I was able to say to Jessica, hey, check out these ones. I remember people being really moved by them. Um, mm -hmm. And so we have some keynotes from our past fabs in there. Like we have a keynote from Dr. Rollo Dilworth that's called Putting Our Songs to Work. That's all about social justice. We have a couple longer sessions on hip hop that were done by Patrick Cooper and James Sosun Gant. One of them is an actual, you know, full on course. We have things on Chrome Music Lab and beat making for students and classroom management and authentic assessment and how to have four different approaches for one lesson and interactive literature, creativity, um, Eric Jimenez and Justin McLean do a session on emotional deposits. Um, we also have a session from Alice Soy that was another keynote called Affirmation mm -hmm. of Liberation. So we have kind of a nice mix of inspirational sessions that are for how to better reach students in general. And then we also have a lot of sessions that are on specific approaches or methods that can be applied to specific teaching settings. And as we move forward, we're going to keep doing that. Um, and that is for the teacher specific side, because we do have two sides for learn, which I know we're going to talk about. When these authors, so speaking of the author side, they put their work into the world through an ebook. And it's incredible because you have so many different types of books, but what I'm excited about, and you can touch more on this, is that now this new work will be an extension of the book they have published, where if they've wanted, which I know you probably get a lot of questions about that, or the authors do, is I really wish 
you could expand on this, or I have more questions after reading the book or whatever it might be. Now they can have a workshop that is an extension of their book. So how excited are you about that part? Yeah. I mean, our, our teaching guides have been really popular. We have these flip books on that flat book side and they've been really popular and done really well. And they go hand in hand with teaching guides, which people pick up those a lot. So we realize, like, oh, this is really nice. Have these mm -hmm. sort of fun facing flip books for um, younger students in music ed and stuff. And then you have the teaching guide. So it's just an extension of that because the teaching guide has just been integral. Like, here's this resource. Here's how to use it. And they're not always packaged together. So I'm excited to see as we start promoting that, you know, you could you can have workshops that are very comprehensive teaching guides on stuff that are on the F flat side. And it, it really just gives our authors in our community so much better chance to enable other uh, teachers because that's how it always is and I always tell them you know it's all about value add how do you add value um, mm -hmm. the resources you're already putting out and um, so it just it just gives a bigger dimension to that what is what we can offer authors right we can say hey you can write a teaching guide and make it a pdf you could develop a whole uh, course around it you know, mm -hmm. so. yeah and it's I think for us, it's going to replace the idea of a book launch. So yeah. we've had some book launches mm -hmm. where the author has walked potential um, buyers or potential teachers who want to use the resources through their book and how they might use it in a classroom. And people have found that extremely helpful, but those are at one very discreet place in time. And so now what's exciting is if someone goes and purchases a resource, we can have that next step where it's okay. Now, I'm thinking of like when Alice did We Are Golden mm -hmm. and she had a huge turnout for her book launch and in it, she really took them step by step through here's how I would use this in my classroom and people loved it. But now, you know, the book has been out for over a year and we don't have people coming back to that. So mm. this is a great place to say like, all right, creators, you can also, you know, within this space have this like living presentation where when teachers want to go and use your resource, they can refer back to it or they can access it and learn more about, you know, the why behind it and how you might use it. I love that. I never even thought about that part. That's so true because they can go in as many times as they want to reaccess that and it's right there. So that's great. One question I wanted to ask is when going to professional development opportunities, Sarah, I know you have the opportunity to go in person a lot or even virtually what as you're sitting even in a session, of course, not an F last session, but a session, what do you feel like is has been lacking a little bit that you're excited to provide on the learn site? Oh, my goodness. Where do I begin? <laughs> I went to a lot of conferences this past year, and this might seem trite, but this and it's hard to measure this, but I think passion when you are around and I've seen our authors present live and I've seen what it looks like to watch a room of teachers who are underpaid, not well cared for, um, you know, exhausted to leave a session feeling more defeated than encouraged because mm -hmm. it's not someone walking alongside them. It's someone kind of telling them what they have to do. So that's something that I'm excited that we can offer, which I think is true inspiration 
And then the second thing that I was going to say is I think we're filling some needed gaps in terms of topics, you know, a lot of the topics that we have on our learn site you're not going to find other places and even the. Um, you know, even even the sessions we're launching with trying to pay special focus on you know meeting the needs of all students thinking about um, anti racist music pedagogy how we can be culturally relevant with our students. We're really trying to take what we focus on in our books and then blow that up into our PD sessions. And I, I think that if you go to, you know, your state MEA conferences, there might be a small portion of sessions that are focused on these topics, but it's not the whole. And, and I just want to say on like the passion thing, it's funny because I don't go to any of these uh, conferences. Mm -hmm. But I'm always on the phone with Sarah, you know, asking how things are going because, you know, there's business things to deal with. And it's always like, you know, she'll she'll call me in between sessions and we'll have a quick thing. She's like, OK, I got to go be a hype man for, you know, Aww. Franklin Willis or, you know, one of our authors. And it's like it's fun because this has been a part of like what I feel like she's stepping into, too. Or I mean, me uh, by distance, too, is just like enabling our authors to get excited and like yeah. fair pay is just like a tiny part of that honestly at first you think oh yeah being paid fairly but actually yeah. just that support and so yeah it's it's sort of funny seeing how already we've been like how can we just get our authors excited and mm -hmm. conferences to begin with so yeah so and yeah. and with and the other thing i will say is like we're talking about this being a two-way street that's mm -hmm. also what's different about the learn platform you don't just get access to these on-demand sessions. You also get access to monthly Zoom meetings with people from the FLAC community and greater access via email to get support and ask questions. And I think it just shows how invested we are in individual teachers. And I, the biggest criticism I hear from arts admin and from teachers is they're usually sold a product and then once they make that sale, no one's there to support them yeah. in implementation. And I know you've experienced that, Jessica, with yes. your membership. And so what we're excited about is now this is like a next level of us supporting teachers because we're providing more resources and more like hands-on touch points where we get to interact with them and interface with them and help meet their needs and not just hand them a book and say, good luck. <laughs> our community. I mean, that's that mm -hmm. our biggest asset in that flat is our community, period, right? It's mm -hmm. just a community of, of people. So we, we can leverage that and in a way where people are, you know, they have that support, but they're also part of a greater community. You know, it's mm -hmm. not like I'm alone these sessions, but if we can uh, foster that sense of belonging, which I think we've done with the normal flat site, but if we can foster that even stronger through this, then no one's going to feel alone in any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay, so a few things came to mind while you guys were talking. Number one is the amount of sessions I have sat under where I have felt like sometimes the presenters, and maybe it's unintentional, but it's this is the only way to do this instead of I'm going to show you some ways to do it and then make it your own in your classroom because you know your students better than anyone. So you don't, you know, a lot of these sessions I feel like are talking heads and they're not, it's not very interactive and you're just kind of like, eh. or I can take extensive notes and get a handout. And then when I even revisit it, let's say three months later, I'm reading it and then I'm like, what was that? What did they mean? What? So there's no way to go back and rewatch it and watch a replay to get out of it. What, you know, remind you what you needed to get from it. 
later on because we're going to forget we're busy humans. And the other thing I said, or that you said that I like is that we are touching on topics that maybe others are afraid to talk about. And it's just, they're not bringing it to the table and it is important. It's real things happening in classrooms. And I love that F-flat Learn is providing, and F-flat is providing these opportunities for teachers because they really do want to dive deep into these topics. And you're also right about the community aspect that is missing. There's not a lot of support for teachers out there, music teachers, especially um, when it comes to here's the thing and then we're done. And they need ongoing support. And a lot of times you're the only music teacher in your building or there's like two or three of you and you don't get a lot of support and it's you don't really know where to go to ask questions. And so I love how David keeps touching on that, too. This is a community. It's not just the you know, you can watch the sessions, but you will have support to ask questions, to get the community aspect, to meet with, like you said, the other authors and out there and everything. But all of that, yes, a big fat yes to everything you just said, because it is what differentiates and sets this learn platform apart, in my opinion, because it doesn't mean that every PD out there is not quality. That's not what we're saying, but it is the other thing I think that sets it apart is the fact that all the PD in one location. I know for myself, I'm kept at my teaching certificate, even when I was out of the classroom and just needing to go on Google or Facebook groups and search for professional development opportunities. Either I find them and they're already over with, so I can't watch the replay or it's a session that doesn't offer me a PD certificate. So I'm like, well, that won't matter because it, or, or whatever other reason, but I love that it's all in one place. So you can literally log in, watch the hours you need and get your professional development um, met. The centralized location is a huge win for us. Um, And I think what's exciting for us and for me and for you is that this is just the launch. And so because we made it so that like you're talking about accessing PD, having to pay for it because we made this either you can, you know, purchase a session outright so you can purchase access to a session and then cost is based on length, or you could just pay one flat fee for the entire year and have access to everything, even Mm -hmm. like really created content. And so that's something I'm really excited about is that, you know, once someone is a learn member, we can continue to meet their needs and then really make it specific to our community. So if a community member says, hey, we want a training in learning targets in the music room, we have this incredible network of creators and authors Mm -hmm. where we can say, hey, Nayara, can you take your learning target session and redo it for our learn platform? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the beautiful part about that too is they benefit from it because they are getting paid for their work. And so I, I just think that it's going to be a really wonderful relationship between teachers and content creators. And just like David said, a lot of us are one and the same. And so I'm, I'm just excited to see how that plays out. Yeah, for sure. So you talked about how there are two sides of the site. We've talked a lot about the author side. So what is the other part of the learn site that we're really excited about? Yeah, I'll um, share a little bit about how this came to be. So we've tried to differentiate F-flat books as a music publishing company from other publishing companies where we really support authors in agency and autonomy of their work. And part of that has been helping new authors who have never written before to write 
promote and distribute their work and through using kind of the brain trust of our community to again help do that as david was speaking to and so we can't possibly you know in the past i would meet one-on-one with every single author and Mm -hmm. be there for a ton of support and as we grow we want to be able to expand our reach even more in that way Mm -hmm. and so we decided to have a creator side to learn where we're going to have sessions that are specifically for content creators who want to know how to write a book or who want to know how to like you have a session jessica on starting a business in music or sessions on you know how to promote and launch your work which franklin mills created because he's done that really well and so if you're a learn member you have access to all of the sessions whether you're a content creator or not But this is just one other way for us to serve our authors or even to serve authors who aren't in the FLAP books, you know, catalog, but want to learn from what our community has experienced. And I want to also hit, there's a lot of educators out there. If you're listening to this, you may never felt enabled to get your ideas into a publishable form, but you have good ideas, right? And there's a lot of you out there who are consuming, 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 and don't feel like empowered to create and you can like you have ideas right because every classroom is unique so guess what you've had some lessons that no one else has had and there's room for that out there and so it's important that you have access to both because you might go into this looking for pd hours and you might come out of it going i have a book and i didn't realize that i had a book or Mm -hmm. i had my own um pd to develop because i see something lacking that i can fill and i think just baking that in there, it almost assumes every every music educator is a creator. Like we're assuming that, right? Mm-hmm. That even if you haven't done it yet, you're there. You can write a book. You can get help. And the your the your weaknesses in creating because none of us are a full package, right? Your weaknesses there there there's support for that, and there's ways to uh, bring in other people to help you where you're lacking, and then you have something to add to the community, mm-hmm. and so. Just assuming those go together, I think, is is awesome from that sort of encouragement standpoint that mm-hmm. we're not all consumers, we're all creators, right? Mm-hmm. And it's hard. Sarah and I have had many conversations about this, putting your work into the world. I know when I published my book, she, she was probably like, Jessica, stop. But I know because it's scary. It is. And for some reason, for me, like launching a whole website and membership site and course, I don't know why that wasn't as scary, but putting a book into the world... I just was like imposter syndrome times a million. And, and so I know that the thoughts that go through, uh, you know, teachers heads of, I want to do this, but I, it's so scary to have others, you know, they're going to be reading the words and you know, they're going to be consuming your content. So you're, and then you've got the whole like imposter syndrome stuff going, but like, who am I to do this or someone else could do it better than me or whatever else. So I love that we're providing opportunities where no, we're going to speak into that. Like, you've got this. We, it doesn't matter if there's a million people doing what you do. You're you, and you're going to bring a unique perspective to that. So, Sarah, I know when you're talking to new authors who have questions, that's probably like a lot of the questions they have. It's just, I'm talented, but I can't do this. And I do think, you know, we're at the point now in our company where we can't green light every project that comes in. We just had an open call for submissions. And whereas four years ago, we were like scrapping just to get any projects because we were new. Now we have to turn people away. And that is so hard for me because I don't want to turn anyone away. And so this was like our compromise. (laughs) How can we support creators who might not have 
something that's right for our site or they might have something that is right for our, our site but it's it isn't fully ready. developed yeah it's not ready yeah, yet yeah yeah so can we you know honor the effort that they put in to even submit something to our platform and say hey this isn't ready because you need more support in this area but we have a session for that mm -hmm. we're going to give it to you mm -hmm. oh, we want you to come back in a year and so it also helps us carry out our mission which is to support new authors and new content creators that they might even not use for our site they might use it for a different publishing company or a different website or platform and it doesn't matter which is great yeah everybody has work to put into the world it doesn't matter what that is it really doesn't but even if it's just posting to social media, you're sharing your opinions, you're sharing your thoughts. So I love that, equipping them. So we already talked about how the site is launching with workshops and then a couple courses, but where do both of you see this evolving and going as it grows? I know we talked about before we started recording, it's hard to predict that. Like, you're like, I don't know, but in the, you know, like the bigger picture in the really like, it's gonna go amazingly well point of view, where do you see this going? I mean, I'd love to see leveraging our community in this, and Sarah and I have talked about this, where we can actually go into districts mm. and find out what they need and get the team and the resources together for their specific needs. And where we can be the point company to bring in people from the community who, 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 can, who can fit those and where we can actually do bespoke, you know, PD or resource or anything. I mean, if we can build this to the point where we have connections with all the people who provide instruments to districts too, and we can just bring in, we can be that person. What do you need? What does your district need to be successful in sharing in creating a love for music in your students, right? And if we can use this as just like a stepping stone to that, where we're the one who comes in and go, here's the guy for this, here's the woman for this, here are the people for your needs and bring them together and be that that point company, I mean, that's that's just the win and everyone wins, everyone wins, period, right? I mean, mm -hmm. and then we get to sit back and just watch awesome people be awesome for other awesome people. And then <laughs> just be like, wait, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, I was actually gonna say the same thing, which was really individualization for districts. Um, I think what we have that's different is we're method agnostic, we're, software agnostic mm -hmm. we're not going into districts to sell a very specific philosophy or a specific mm -hmm. software or product and so what that does is it really opens us up to say like hey there's a teacher in arkansas who wants someone to come in and work with their elementary teachers well we have jessica peresta and so when we work out you know an arrangement with that school district we can offer three in-person workshops mm -hmm. for jessica and so just like David talked about, we leverage our community in different ways. And if it's meeting the needs of more teachers in different formats, I think that's something that really excites us. And so seeing us as like agents of taking brilliance and then using that brilliance to reach other teachers and empower them, excite them, that's what we want ourselves to be is just like David said, I see myself as like 100% cheerleader hype woman for everyone yeah. in our community. Um, we just want to do more of that. Mm -hmm. I love that. So as you were talking, I'm just so excited because I love that. Well, we already talked about that, putting work into the world. So I want you guys to think about four years ago and you're just deciding, you know, having this conversation about launching this 
little ebook company where you're like, oh, I just, okay, Danielle got on there. Okay, who else can we get to come on here? We wanted to launch You know, yeah. We got four. We got four, yeah. Yeah. Well, and and I know your vision then was probably like, okay, we want to grow this, but you're just, you know, when you plant that little seed, you can't see how fast or how far it's going to grow. So looking back now at where we're where we're at and then where you're going to be going, isn't that just such a cool feeling for you guys? It's wild. <laughs> yeah. It's really, really wild because I think, um, you know, I shared this recently because I'm quitting my job of teaching for 16 years. Um, David's going to be moving into a more full time role this fall. I never, I truly never expected it to happen and to the and didn't even necessarily want it to happen to the point where people would say stuff like, well, are you just trying to do this full time? And I almost would laugh in the early days because I'm like, this could never be a full time job. Like, we're <laughs> right. selling $10 ebooks. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. But it, it has been transformational in ways I could have never expected, in ways David could have never expected. Um, and so now I'm walking into this role with excitement and gratitude and joy. And it feels like it was all predestined, you know, and I feel very grateful for it. But yeah, we could not have imagined where it would have gone because we tried to be and we haven't done it perfectly, but we've tried to be a responsive business Mm -hmm. to the people that we serve. And so I don't think we can even predict where we'll be in 10 years from now, because it's going to have to be based on how we're serving people and what they need. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you guys have touched on that actually talking to districts and actually talking to music teachers and really finding out what they need. You know, I think that's been, if we're talking about a problem in PD is just assuming just, Oh, this is what they need. But then when you really pick the teacher's brains, it's like, Oh, you didn't need that. Yeah, no, this, I mean, this is the problem in business as I see it. And Sarah and I talk about this all the time is just people, we get an idea fixed in our head. We try to make it work and people are just not agile. They don't pivot. And we say you got to drown your puppies, which is really like an extreme saying, but you know, we have these things we hold so dear and that we hold to, and it's like, that's not what we need. And so Sarah and I have like always tried to be good about pivoting and drowning our puppies, the things that, (laughs) but like, but the things that we're like, this is it. And you're like, no, like what being, uh, and this is all business. This is not, it's in, everywhere. It's not music education. It's just companies fail because they they don't pivot. They don't they don't listen, and they have an idea of their head. This should work, right? There's this old saying: yeah. build a better mousetrap, and the world will beat a path to your door. That's not true, right? Yeah. If you build a better mousetrap, no one cares. No one's knocking at your door, right? Mm-hmm. And so you know, it's, it's hard. It's been interesting to, to try to take that mentality of we're going to, you know, we're willing to kill ideas that we held closely mm-hmm. because of response from the community. And then to see where that's brought us into this place where Sarah's, you know, taking full time where she never thought she would. And I never thought I'd be co-owner and co-run a music education company. <laughs> so. I love it. No, I love it. You're so, you're so right. And I uh, actually just did a coaching call like last week with someone wanting to grow their business. And I told them, you know, cause she was like, well, when do you think I'll make money or X amount of dollars? And I said, I, first of all, I'm not a genie. I can't predict that unfortunately, or I would tell myself that, but what I, I say a lot and I tell myself this a lot because when at those days I want to just throw my computer in the lake and give up is the fact that passion drives you. 
And I really do think people see that when you're passionate about what you do and you're passionate about your business, those coming in, even if they've never connected with you personally, or they've just read about you on the about page or whatever it might be, they can just see that passion. And that passion that drives you, like you said, when you're not afraid to pivot and adjust based on what your people need, they feel that because they that's what keeps them coming back because they're like, oh, there's a session here, which maybe you guys in your head would not have thought about that four years ago. But now, because you're listening to what the people in your community need, that is what's going to continue driving you forward. So I just want to say that because I I noticed that about both of you, of course. And so and FLAP books all together, like it has I've seen the way it's grown and pivoted and adjusted in good ways because you're definitely listening to what the community needs. So kudos to you for that. So we've talked about the learn site and I just want to ask you, what have we maybe not discussed that you really want the listeners to know about this professional development platform? I think the thing I'm most excited about is the opportunities to do this as an individual or with a full district. And so If you're someone where you felt like, you know, you've sat in sessions with your school district and it is not meeting the needs of music educators, we want to help you bring this to your entire school district. And so we're going to be putting together lots of resources for teachers who are like, hey, can this be my PD for the school year? And can I get, you know, this accredited through FLAT? And so just be on the lookout for that. And the other thing is that, you know, we do offer um, certificates. As soon as you finish a PD, you'll get a certificate with the amount of hours that you've completed. With your name on it and everything. Yeah. Love so it. The love process of getting those PD hours is so simple through this platform. Yeah. Um, you don't have to email anyone for a minute. And so I think that's really helpful. And if you're a LEARN member, you can access every single PD. So you can literally say, okay, I have an hour. I'm gonna see what's up there. I'm gonna watch this session, fill out the reflection form and boom, here are my credits. And so we've tried to make it as easy as possible for teachers to find the PD that they need and then also be able to use it for their school district. So that's something I'm really excited about and want to mention. And then the other thing I would just say is that it's gonna keep growing. So this is just the launch. And like we said, we have about 30 sessions to launch with that are all amazing, but we are going to keep adding as we go. And so getting in on the ground level um, is going to be really cool because you'll get to see us grow and continue. Also, it's less expensive if you get in on the ground. Level. It is less expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If you sign up this summer, it will be the cheapest it will ever be. So where can everybody find the Learn at FLATBooks platform? Yeah. So you can go to our regular website, fflat-books.com and click on professional development, mm-hmm. or you can go straight to learn, which is learn.fflat-books.com. And that will take you to the entire platform. Um, where you can either, you know, get access to individual sessions or you can learn more about becoming a LEARN member. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Learn about, learn learn about becoming learn. a yeah. LEARN member. You yeah. can learn about learning. <laughs> learn about learning how to learn more about yeah. and Yeah. No, it's awesome. And I love the name. That took a while to think about. And David, I think you're the one that came up with it. I'm like, that's genius because they're learning. Like, it's just yeah. very yeah, specific. Like, yeah. Yeah. Learning. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, know. I don't know why it's so hard. It's not that genius. It would be like if we named our main company just Books. <laughs> books! <laughs> books! From us. Books. 
We're oh both. my gosh, I love it. Go to books. So one thing, and I hate to admit this, and having conversations with other F-flat authors, it made me feel better about myself because um, I'm a classically trained pianist and I know F-flat is an E and it took me way too long to admit to connect the dots between F-flat and E. And I went, oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? So I'm more proud of <laughs> than the learn name, I'll yeah. be honest. David, David figured out the F-flat, so. Good for you. This is the name of the company and Sarah's like, what? You're so dumb. <laughs> I love it. And I was like, I already made a logo. It's too late. Yeah, so funny. That is so funny. That's awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. I am so excited about this. It's going to be amazing. And you guys listening in, head to the links we uh, announced and look in the show notes. And tomorrow, you're listening to this on Wednesday. Tomorrow is when everything goes live. And we cannot wait for you to join us. So thank you guys so much. All right. Thank you, Jessica. Have a great day. Well, hey there. Thank you so much for listening into the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast. There is an exclusive Facebook group just for listeners of this podcast and any elementary music teacher called the Elementary Music Teacher Community Facebook group. Come on over and join us there where we have conversations around the podcast episodes and encourage each other each and every week. And also head to my website, thedomesticmusician.com. I have some free resources there that you can download to help you gain traction in your classroom today, as well as the blog and the membership site and all kinds of other goodies to help you keep going in your music teaching journey. I cannot wait to keep connecting with you and encouraging you and spurring you on in your journey of teaching elementary music. Hang in there, have an amazing week, and I will see you soon.